My favorite part right here when white folks come back and find out ex niggas done stole their seats. This is a message to the black man in America from Elijah Muhammad, the messenger of a lot to whom praise is due forever. It ain't a rhyme, it's a lyrical save this letter. I got a mind and it's ticking like a time bomb, hitting every nigga in the head with Islam. And I'm kicking backs to the blacks in the projects. Yo, I got a sword in my hand for the rednecks. Damn the KKK. Your cross burning peck of woods wearing a hood. Yo, we don't play. Go get your buddies and your white sheep sticks with a badge and a gun. 25 cars keep, son. The only weapon that I carry is the truth about the government's plot to destroy black youth. The devil is the Mac using you to kill a black brother in the dope game, slinging cocaine and crack. But if you're too damn blind, deaf, and dumb to understand where I'm coming from, we're the M E double S A G E to the black man, A N D, his enemy. The color man is the other man who took the brother man from the motherland, got him fighting one another and took our names from us. And our language plus lost the religion, the cult to the god of us, the enemy. Yo, he had to deceive us with a blind head, blue-eyed beggar with Jesus. To make us permanent slaves, but lies of us must be raised up to bust and plus to crush the devil who put us all in a fine mess. Gave us a fake god and fed us wine flesh. You made us call you master, you bastard, put us in your church and gave us your pastor. Saying we shall overcome, but none overcame, ain't a damn thing changed and you still got a slave man. You brain is trained in the pain of a sick man begging a rich man sinking like quicksand cause babylon the great is falling and calling us all in but you don't want to get involved in america's evil wicked way your life and separate from the goddamn white man damn uncle sam better known as the color man read the final call fall of america and i will save you as a ride with the plan from god himself called message to the black man Man. The follow-up, Brown Time. Hitting every nigga in the head. 
this equality and independence to all African descendants who came here in the year 1555 and lost 600 million lives on a ship from Africa to North America. Study the man's character and listen to the messenger, the honorable Elijah Muhammad. Drop the supreme wisdom atomic bomb, but you ridiculed and rejected him. Very few of you niggas accepted him. You love to argue, but hate to listen. You condemn the Muslims, but you ain't a Christian. Well, what is a Christian? One who is Christ-like, not one that eats the pig and smokes the pipe, right? Adulterous, fornicators and hypocrites saying God's a ghost who had sex with an innocent white woman, but Jesus is black. So why the hell are you waiting for a white man to come back? Look inside the book of Revelations, hard chapter one, giving a description of the true and living black God. Damn, Uncle Sam better know as the colored man read the final call, fall of America. And I will say that has arrived with the plan from God himself, call message to the black man. All right, assalamu alaikum, family. Welcome, welcome, welcome. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, we bear witness there is no God but Allah who we believe came in the person of Master Fab Muhammad. And we thank him for raising up for us the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the living and exalted Christ. And we thank those too for leaving for us in our midst a divine warner in God, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. It's in there three names. I would like to greet you with the greeting words of peace. Assalamu alaikum. Now, somebody asked me, Brother Ben, why we starting at 10 today? So I'm assuming you Eastern time. Well, if you can't hear it, your brother look a little under the weather. So I needed an extra hour to uh, get some rest in. Boy, eyebrows start hurting. You know, they get that little cold, little sinus. Eyebrows get to hurting. Yeah, man. So I wouldn't I wouldn't feeling too well this morning, but I say, hey man, it's gonna be a good one. But listen, um, so today we're gonna be we're 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 gonna be uh talking about uh what men and women want in relationships. So if you didn't see the end of yesterday, today is more like a continuation from yesterday. So we're gonna have the brothers press one. We're going to have the sisters press one and share. What do you need? Now, this ain't no time for your, for your, uh, for your husband to be on looking at you sideways. This ain't the time for you to be on looking at him sideways. This is the time to be like, hey, this, 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 the only time you can say something. Other time you can't say nothing. But today you can go on and say it. I ain't going to say nothing about it. I ain't going to, yeah, I ain't going to get no attitude. Go on and say it. And this don't mean that the person that you with is doing bad. It just means that, hey, you know, this 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 is the perfect world. We all know we're not perfect, right? So I just want to clear the air so nobody can be in trouble sleeping on the couch tonight. But um, I want to start off by reading a few quotes from uh, Sister Dr. Ava Muhammad from her book, Real Love, if y'all don't mind. Uh, let's look at it. Let's look at this. 
We're going to just read a few just to just to set the tone. We're going to just set the tone. She says real love is intelligent and scientific. Okay. Now, y'all take notes on this. If y'all want to comment on any of these quotes, y'all can. And this is really just stuff I done posted on Facebook over the years. So, hey, this ain't no strategic. And I'm just reading, just reading it all just to set the tone. Okay. We just setting the tone. She says, look at what we do in survival mode. We have no idea what we can do in creative mode. Ooh, we. Then she says, uh, love is not sex and sex is not love. Love is the generating power that makes us able to be sexual. The spiritually underdeveloped man loves his woman with the same energy that a refined man has for his woman. The difference is the creative power of the underdeveloped man is limited to what he can produce through his genitals. For those who don't know, just your penis. He can create children of the flesh, but not children of the spirit. Wow, look at that. Then she goes on to say, and I saw a new heaven. Wait, hold on. Let me make sure that got something to do with it. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a part of Yeah, that's a part of uh, He She said, we all know that Allah God created, created himself as well as the heavens and the earth. We know what he did, but how, by what method did he do it? The key to the creative power of the black man is contained in the answer to this question. Once the creative power of the black man is restored, he will be able to he will be able to love again because love is, in fact, the universal creative force. Wow, that's that's man. Look at that. Let me read that again. She said once the creative power of the black man is restored, he will be able to love again. Wow. That means we got sound like there's an order. We need to get the creative power before we able to love again. Wow, that's interesting. I never consciously was aware that she said that. Okay, let me let me find one more. We're gonna get you, we're gonna get us one more to go ahead and spring borders. Okay, here we go. This is a good one. Black women do not wish to acknowledge our despicable yet understandable habit of communicating insulting and ego-damaging remarks. To and about our men. Uh-oh, brothers. Now, don't bear witness too hard in the comment section. Remember, your wives are looking. They looking. They looking. Said, put, put it in my DM. Um, let me read that again. Black women do not wish to acknowledge our despicable yet understandable habit of communicating insulting and ego damaging remarks to and about our men. We undervalue our power in the mental world so we can carelessly poison our men's minds with seeds of negativity. Now I know brother y'all remember brother brother Nuri said something about the ricochet effect when when he said something about the men this may now this may be y'all time to do, do just just throw a little ricochet effect in there. Yes yes, yes ma'am. Yes yes ma'am. <laughs> we have over a period of time reduced them to failures. We accuse them of being we reap what we sow. Our mouths have made success impossible for our men and murdered our chance for happiness. It is critical that we overcome all obstacles to marriage. Otherwise, we will never see or experience change in the black community. Our upliftment must come from within. The breakup of the family 
was the downfall of our kingdom, and it must be restored before we can even think of returning to greatness. There it is, family. So that's that. Those are the, and I didn't do that on purpose. That's literally was the order of Facebook. So don't be trying to act like I'm being biased. That literally was what I seen on Facebook. So, and that wasn't for me. So uh, uh, comment the number one, if you are a, because uh, I don't know if the brother, did the brothers finish yesterday? If there is any brother, because we're going to start with the brothers this time. Is there any brother who didn't speak yesterday that would like to speak today? Speak up today about, hey, man, this is what I this is what I would like to see in in a relationship from from the female, from the woman. OK, any brothers press press. Maybe my mic not working. Hold on. Any brothers who want to go first, go ahead and put the number one in the comment section so that we can call on you and you can share. Because I know as soon as I say sisters, this thing finna be one, 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 one. So come on, brothers. I'm trying to give us a chance, man. This our time. Okay, here we go. All right, sisters. If y'all got something y'all want to say, sisters, go on, put the number one. Watch. Here you go. Look, look, look. Watch this. Look. Here you go. Go ahead, sisters. Y'all, y'all go ahead and press the number one. Who want to go first? Oh, y'all scared today. Your husband must put y'all in the chokehold last night. Okay. He said, you better not go on that power call this morning. <laughs> he said, you. Okay, let's start with uh, let's start with Sister Shalon. Sister, hold on. Let me make sure that's... I don't hear nothing. Okay. I, I was muted. It wouldn't let me. Okay, there we go. Okay, yes. So, greetings, everyone. Okay, so I'm definitely so looking forward to this. Okay, so a number of things I came up with was one, I'm going to just run down the list. Patience, understanding, you to recognize, you as a man, to recognize when you're not a whole individual. Empathy, understanding that we all have flaws. To continue to work on yourself every day to become a better you. To not air out disagreements in public, be intelligent and disciplined enough to wait until we're behind closed doors. Lastly, I have, I'm sure I'll come up with something later on, but to tap into, as, as Dr. Abel just stated, to tap into your creative power so that if you have been damaged in the past and hurt by a, a female woman in the past, to tap into your creative power so that you can love again. Up here in the beginning or somewhere in here when I stated, empathy, understanding we all have flaws, and patience enough to whenever there's a disagreement, whenever there's a moment when when we're upset about something, when you're upset about something, take the time to know that we all have flaws and not be so negative in your in your conversation. Not downing someone Every, because everyone and because we all have flaws, it's not necessary to make the other person, and I believe I definitely heard this yesterday, to make the other person feel beneath you, feel like crap mm. in, in the language that you use, because not only do women have a tongue that we use, men do it as well. Men that have been damaged do it as well to make the female feel like, just feel like crap. I'll use that word instead of the word I really want to use. Mm -hmm. But that's that's what I came up with to start off. Okay. Yes, ma'am. All right. 
<clears throat> now, now, uh, now, if I got to spice up this power call this morning, I'll, I'll go pull some Kevin Samuels now if I need to. Now, I ain't trying to go there. But if I got to spice this thing up this morning to get y'all to speak, okay, I, I will go pull what I need to pull now, brothers. I know y'all, you know, come on now. Well, no, I know what to do. I need to get a sister to come on here that's going off on me, and I bet y'all press one in. Come on now. Let me see. Uh, let's go to Sister Sacred. Good morning, family, and peace uh, to all my family out here. I got to go real quick because I'm at work. Um, but just going by from yesterday's um, meeting or um, community call, when the minister was uh, mentioned that um, something about a woman can be, or a woman can be a man's heaven, but when men were made slaves, they were stripped of knowledge and they were made ignorant to marriage. So that turned on the light bulb uh, in my head and I started. Well, basically, um, I fixed it. Sorry. Thinking about that. Um, but one thing that women want that I feel is we want a man to care. Uh, the minister mentioned a woman that cries. It's a man's nature for her, for them to comfort her. And uh, it shows he cares because she's hurting and um, he realizes that she's hurting. So, but I see, I've been married for um, 31 years and, you know, as years go by, you know, you're in long-term relationships, uh, men become immune to tears and um, that hurts a woman more because she feels like you don't care. And um, men, if you don't comfort your wife, when you see she's crying, um, it just hurts. So that's why I just say caring is really important. Uh, the minister, uh, let me see what else. I'm trying to read my notes real quick and look out for coworkers about to come in. Um, one other thing that you can do in long-term relationships, I wrote down that there's time when um, one of the mates, one of you guys may stop caring or you even say the words, I don't care. You could like say, I don't care. You're mad. I don't care about how your family feels. You're going out. I don't care. That that really hurts. Just even hearing those words, I don't care. So that's when it's going to take the love and the strength of another mate to hopefully be able to pull you through those times when the caring is low from one particular uh, mate or the other. But once both of you guys stop caring, then that's going to be really hard for relationships. And that's usually when, you know, talking about divorce comes in to uh, play or even um, finding other people that do care. So I just feel that caring is really important. So, and then for women, what I suggest too, we need to, or you need to learn your, your man. We learn everything about our jobs. You learn about your boss. You learn about your supervisor. You learn about a computer. You learn all the new things on the new phone. But do you even know, did you learn your man? Do you know what he likes, he doesn't like? Um, so that's really important. I know my husband better than he knows himself. And so if I see him come in, I see he's tired, you know, give him that moment. Hey, go have a seat, sit down, put your feet up. I try to... Um, Make sure get him something cool to drink, get him some fruit, get him some snacks that he likes. Give him a moment to unwind um, when he's feeling sick. 
I already kind of have an idea of what's going on. Boom, let me give you some extra vitamins this morning. Let me fix you. Um, I call it my immune drink where I'm getting that zinc, that uh, oranges, lemons, gingers, putting that all in. Um, so it's very important that we learn our husbands. You don't even have to tell them you're studying them. You'll be amazed when you start doing things and they weren't even expecting you to do and then they're just happy. Do it undercover, in silence. Just study them and learn. I used to work in the um, OR. I would know those surgeons, what type, there were surgeons that wanted to use a certain type of suture. There was surgeons that were left-handed and needed their tools handed them, to them in another hand. There were surgeons that like to use different tools. Now, if I can learn everything about a surgeon, how come I can't learn about the person I spend the most time with in the same house with? How come I can't learn what he likes? I see that they, the doctors get upset when you don't know what they want. Same thing goes for your husband. They get upset when you don't know what they want. So just learn, and it goes vice versa. And, you know, I'm speaking to men and women, but right now mainly to, you know, the women. Um, let's see. I think that's it for right now. I'll wait to see if we have some more conversation if, and if I'm able to uh, tap back in. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Y'all feeling this, sister, huh? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Go ahead, sister. sister, sister. That's, what the best, that's what all the brothers were saying, huh? Okay, let's go to... Uh, now, for those who coming in late, I see, I see a couple people asking. So the question is, if you're a man, what do you need from the woman? Sister Sacred was just throwing us some alley-oops. But then if you're, if you're a woman, what do you need from the man? You know, what would you like and desire for a uh, for a man? And then after we kind of exhaust that, we may go to a different question. All right, Sister Yasina. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam. I almost had Sister Sacred to pick a team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, ma'am, come back. Uh, but I appreciate the balance. You know, as women, we need peace. And oftentimes we don't get peace. Just like y'all want peace, we want peace too. Especially when children are involved. And if she's a woman who's at home with the children all day, I, you know, we understand that you all work whether inside the home or outside the home as men and you want to come home and you want to decompress you want to you know get your get your time to get yourself together yes but think about how that woman feels when the only person she's been talking to all day is a baby or babies when she's up before you and she probably goes to bed before you so where you may get to take a break at work to you know breathe a little bit she got somebody on her on her just mom 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 all day long so we need a break too we want peace too it, it's reciprocity and women want men who think about us and it doesn't mean we, we, you know, praise be to Allah, you paying the bills, you're doing this, you're doing that. All the stuff that you would do if you were single. Thank you for doing it while we're married. 
but do you think about your wife? Do you think about her needs? I don't care if it's Evian water and you show up at her job with a, with, with a bottle of water. It's some girls in that in that workplace that wish they man would think about bringing them some water. It could be, hey, you want to watch a movie together? Because we ain't all looking for, you know, Coach Percy's, Coach Purses and red bottom shoes. I mean, don't, if you want to buy Coach Purse, I, okay, uh, we're not going to turn down the Coach Purse, but it's not materialistic. A man, if you if I don't feel like you are, you think about me, I don't feel like you appreciate me. It's just as simple as that. And but I will say to Dr. Avis, for any sister who's wondering where Brother Ben was reading from, it's on page 19 in Real Love. If you have it, if you have the book. When she talked about our mouths, silence is so golden. so golden he can go decibel after decibel them them octaves just shatter shadow glass Good, fine i don't argue with you don't argue with him he want to argue don't argue with him mother khadijah said the minister said she would he would act a fool and she would go now such and so and so and so and so and so and so now do you understand so and so and so and so and so and so they throw in, don't argue. And I say that for this reason. I don't argue. I say what I have to say. And it, and I make my, myself clear. I'm not going to tear you down. I'm not attacking your manhood. None of that. Because if I, if I go there with you, we, we're not coming back. So I say to sisters, and to brothers, the messenger said, think five times before you speak, because sometimes you can say something or I can say something. We're not coming back from that. And even if we stay together and play patty cake, I'm still what you said still lingers in my heart. Because it cut. Just like you talk about words that cut you as men, you all can say some things to us that cut so deep, particularly if we've shared some things with you and you use those intimate details against us. So it's both ways. If that's a woman you love, you're going to think about what you say before you say it. Think about, damn, do I want her? Uh, yeah, Brother Wesley, yeah, I'm working on it. Um, do I want her to say to me what I'm about to say to her? Because a woman, especially a black woman, can cut you down so low to your lowest atom and then crack that atom. Were you left feeling like worthless dust? So if you want that to keep that man, sis, think about what you're saying. Think about what you're going to say. Brother, if you want that woman, think about 
what you say before you say it. And I'll leave you with three these three words that I gave Sister Shalon. Whenever, sisters, you're arguing with the man and he's not going to stop, when he takes that break, because I'm writing down what you say, and I'm going to come back to you. I'm, when you're done, I'm going to say, now, did you mean what you said? Mm. You know, you don't want to retract that. Mm. Three words. That's what's up. I sound like him. <laughs> that's what's up. Golly. That could be dangerous there. You don't know what that's what's up mean, boy. You don't know if she going to get you in your sleep, put a little something in the food. You say that's what's up, boy. That's that's more, that's more dangerous than cussing me out. <laughs> that's what's up. Okay. All right. All right. Let's... uh. All right, let's see. We got uh, two more sisters in there. We're going to get to the brothers. Uh, Sister Randisha. Yes, sir. Assalamualaikum, family. So I think that, you know, one of our brothers, Captain D, did kind of mention a few things. He said the five principles of being a man, as taught by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, is one, the woman definitely want a producer, two, a provider, three, a protector, four, a maintainer, and five, a a sustainer. So he said... Here we go, brothers. No more being confused on what a man is. So um, just as for me, what, um, you know, I believe that teamwork makes the dream work. That's what I believe. I believe that, you know, we both have to be certain players and and to know your role extra as I re-listen to it is we definitely have to know our roles. Like I know that, you know, I picked my mate basically off of, um, certain weaknesses I had and certain strengths that he had and understanding that we're both not perfect, but we're striving for perfection within each other. And as long as that, we keep a lot at the center of everything, that everything will work out. For example, my husband is quiet, very quiet. And, you know, I'll say something to him and it'll be, yes, ma'am, seek refuge in Allah. And I'm like, that is not what I want to hear right now, sir. Like, I need you to agree with me, disagree with me. I need for you to say something else. But I just think that those are, you know, just some of the things that we um kind of or you know like my mom was here right and i said something to my husband and she says to me um when we were together she said you know i really like him because he's very patient you know he didn't say anything to you he just rubbed your back and i was like yes ma'am like you know these are but these are the things where in marriage nothing is perfect but as long as we strive together and we work together in certain things you know We'll understand those love languages that the brother was talking about yesterday. You know, like Sister Sacred said, we'll understand what our husband needs, what our husband wants. We go out into the world and get to know everybody, but we don't come home and want to know each other. So I think that um, those was one of the things. And I think, you know, me and my husband, we actually did the things. We did a pros and cons as it relates to the power call, right? What in marriage we like, what we don't like, et cetera, et cetera. And when we went to the water, we left it all there. Because everything is not going to be perfect. But I wanted him to know that he's worth it. And Allah put us together for a reason. So, assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam. <clears throat> All right, let's go to Sister Shireen. Assalamu alaikum. Um, I just, I just want to put it out there, Sister Randisha, sometimes when people say, to me, seek refuge in Allah. I want to hit them. <laughs> that, that ain't what I want to hear at that moment. But um, yeah, my husband 
when he doesn't respond the way I want him to respond, yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard on me. But um, what what came to my mind was be careful of our past pains and past um, traumas because they can emotionally retard us. And sometimes our mates are emotionally retarded in that they got, they stopped feeling at a certain point and we stopped feeling at a certain point. So sometimes, you know, we put the cape on and we're like, Oh, oh, okay. I don't care. Um, so it's it's all good. You you ain't the only one. I ain't the only one. When you know when we when we generalize in um in an intimate conversation, it devalues you know our relationship. And um, my my husband had to check me on on how I generalize because I you know. Um, would say things like "you always" and "every time," and he's like, "No, it's not always. It was that one time, or it was those two times, but it's not always." And you know, so generalizations and dealing with people that have stopped feeling can be really, really hard, especially on a sister, because we would just want to smack them on the back and say, "Get it out, let it out," you know. And um, that is hard for brothers to really articulate what they're feeling because from an early age, their their emotions have been nullified and, you know, um, they've been forced to not feel legitimate experiences. You know, they've been taught to um, suck it up or man up or, you know, they're five years old and they're being told to man up and, you know, it does something to them long term. So them being able to trust us with their feelings when they finally do open up and share how they feel. And then we spaz or we, you know, I knew it and I got you. And, you know, it 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 makes them go. And that's why I don't say nothing to your big mouth. And so, um, yeah, we we got to keep working on ourselves. And when, when um, they do tell us something that we don't want to hear, such as seek refuge in Allah, cause like, what else are we going to do? We, you know, like that's what we supposed to do. But sometimes we want them to fly in and say something, you know, like, I don't know, something off the TV or something. We want them to say something romantic or fairy tale-ish or something. And they don't say that. And then it's, day in the doghouse from then on and um I know I've been guilty of that and so I have to you know watch what I say how I say it and when I say it because if I'm already mad about something else or upset about somebody else or had a rough day at work and then I come in and I you know blow the moon up in my house over something that happened somewhere else that's not good either. So it's a lot that we have to, um, you know, be mindful of. But it, if we want that real love, then that's that's a work that we have to be well, willing to do. That's it. Assalamu alaikum. <clears throat> well, like salam.
Yeah, it's good to hear. We all go through the same all things through. all over the world. This is good. This is good. I got a video. I got a video. Out. Sister Randisha, you trying to say something? Yes. Um, Brother King Cam just told me that I'm on the spectrum. You don't see these comments, Brother Ben? Oh, I don't even know what that means. know what that means. He told me I'm on the spectrum for being retarded. Like, that is, like, what happened to the brother and the sister? <laughs> You're supposed to be watching. <laughs> hey, y'all the, the admins of the chat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to show y'all something. And this is just, now we can discuss this later. But this is more so for, for uh, I know all the men got this question, right? Y'all just don't want to ask. And the question is just why women do this, okay? This is just why are women like this, okay? Listen closely. It's about security. What is that supposed to mean? Money! What are you talking? He's got a lot of money. Now I hate you, you well, slut bastard. You. If you leave here, I hate you. You what, I, hate I you if you leave here. I haven't paid attention to anything that's been happening I guess not. I think I must have misread all of those signals. Yeah, I guess you did. You're bored! You're bored and you know it. You wouldn't be here if there wasn't something missing. Arrogant son of a bitch. Would you just stay with me? Stay with you? What for? Look at us. We're already fighting. Well, that's what we do. We fight. You tell me when I'm being an arrogant son of a bitch, and I tell you when you're being a pain in the ass, which you are 99% of the time. I'm not afraid to hurt your feelings. They have like a two-second rebound rate, and you're back doing the next pain in the ass thing. So what? So it's not going to be easy. It's going to be really hard. And we're going to have to work at this every day, but I want to do that because I want you. I want all of you forever, you and me, every day. <laughs> Will you do something for me? Please, you just picture your life for me. 30 years from now, 40 years from now, what's it look like? If it's with that guy, go. Go! I lost you once. I think I could do it again. If I thought it's what you really wanted. But don't you take the easy way out. What easy way? There is no easy way. No matter what I do, somebody gets hurt. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop Okay, here it is. Now, when we say, uh, all right, uh, what you want to eat? Here we go. Thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What it's do you want? I'm on the way home. I'm finna stop and get something to eat. What do you want? <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> Damn. All right. So, <laughs> y'all can discuss that later, brothers. All right, uh, what do you want? What do you want? Well, I, I, want, I want watermelon. Well, I don't want watermelon. Okay, what do you want? <clears throat> okay, let's go to uh, Sister Nurse Rocky. Now, Sister Nurse Rocky may have some good because yesterday she was at the end trying to say something. She said, no, uh-uh, I got to get my number one in. So y'all brothers, hold your seats. This may be a good one. Go ahead. Good morning. Um, So... I hear a lot of talking, so I'm going to go from my point of view. Um, I've been a nurse for 10 years, so um, all I've done is take care of people 
basically feels like my whole life. I take care of people. I come home. I have a family. I got to take care of my family too. Um, So it's always like in my mind, okay, yeah, we have to take care of our men. We got to make sure they're having a good day. We got to check on them and do all these things. But to me, I want those, I want those things some days. Like I want to come home and you take care of me. I want to come home and everything is straight. You know, like the whole house is good. You're trying to cook dinner. You're trying to get things settled. You just say, let me just lay down. Cause it frustrates me when I like to me, it's like, okay, I work a 12 hour shift. You work an eight hour shift. And then I still, so you've been at home and then I still got to come home and do what feels like everything. Then I have to watch you get to put your feet up, lay on the couch, live your best life while I'm over here trying to cut this food up, cook, do multitask, all these things at one time. Then I'm mad that you're watching a movie that I wanted to watch. So now I'm like, turn the movie off because you're making me mad. So it's just, you know, it's so much. So it's like, I want the luxury. I don't get the luxury of get, being able to stay home, you know, and, and, take care of the household and make sure it's straight. Cause I wish I could, but I, I'm such a workaholic. I do go to work. Some days it's 50, 50. Some days I want to come home and it's 60, 40 and I'm the 40. I really don't want to do that much. I want you to step up and be like, you know what? I got this because I see that you take care of so many things and so many people let me take care of you, you know? And then another thing is I really do want the hustle and grind to be the same. So it's like when I further my career and keep going, I don't want you to get left behind. I want you to have that mentality where it's like, okay, I see she's going to school. I see she's doing this. Let me get up on her level. Like not, you don't have to be on my level, but let me work hard and get somewhere. So she, so it's not like a comparison of money. Oh, you, you see that I make good money. I have money over here. So now it's to the point where like, I feel like I'm carrying more of the weight. I don't want that. It's not my fault that you aren't where you should be. So don't make me carry more weight, do more so that we can meet each other in the middle. You know, it's like yesterday when he said the independent woman is a good and bad thing because not wanting or, you know, not asking for things is ridiculous. That is me. Sometimes I don't ask for things because I know in my head, like, okay, I know I got it. I know he's, you know, struggling a little bit. So I'm just not even going to ask. But then it's like, he said, you're silly. You know, you're, I'm hurting because of this silliness of me not asking, okay, I need you to do this. I need you to do this. Even though I don't want to ask, I want you to have common sense, even though common ain't, clearly it's not common. The sense is not, you know, common, but I want you to have some common sense. Like, okay, I see she's been saying this. So let me go ahead and do it. Let me not wait for her to ask. That gets frustrating. I don't want to ask for nothing. I've in my life, I've all where I'm at today, I've done this all by myself. I just want a man to come in and be like, OK, let me take the load off of you. Let me help you out real quick, because I see that you're such an independent woman. Well, you don't have to be that. You can be feminine. You can be you could be good. Like you can sit back and you can relax and you could just have days where you don't have to take care of the kids. You don't have to make dinner. You don't have to. Do, let me run you a bath. Let me make sure I set the mood, you know, and it's like it's draining thinking that I'm a work all day and then come home and still meet your needs. Because like being honest, that's hard. Like in our head in today's society, it's like, oh, if you're not 
having sex with them and doing all these things, they're going to leave you. It gets to the point where it's like, okay, if you're going to leave me, you're going to leave me then because you're not even the set in the mood for me. So I have to do all these things and set the mood for you. No, it's, you know, it's not, it's not good. And then another thing is that I work with kids now. So kids don't got no good conversations, no nothing. So now if I want to call my man and have a conversation, yeah, you're not a talkative person, but I don't want to have to pull out a conversation like asking you 50 million questions. Oh, how are you doing? Oh, what's going on? Oh, well, what did they say? No, tell me more. And I'm like, fishing for you to talk to me you know it gets annoying and then it goes a week we haven't even really talked because I feel like you don't want to talk to me because I'm trying to bug you for a conversation and it's like you only want to talk when you feel like talking like yes you had a hard day but I had a hard day too you know and it's like I feel like it's like, okay, yeah, I was carrying all these boxes, loading all these things, doing all these things. I get that, but I just watch somebody die. So it's like, I get your back hurts, but my heart hurts. And it's like, you don't want to talk to me. You don't, you know, like it, it gets frustrating. Like, I think that men, I understand it's hard to be emotional and have conversations. And you, like the other sister said, you have to be tough all the time but nobody wants to come home and it's just it's already tough in the streets then we got to come home and we got this man who's tough at home too like be you don't have to be feminine but like be a friend you know if I'm like girl look at this no not girl like oh babe look at this show like look at this and it's funny and this is, and you're just so tough because you don't want to watch what I'm watching or you know it just gets frustrating you don't want to talk about what I'm talking about like, if I want to gossip to you, why can't you just listen and be like, uh-uh, she did that? Like, be in tune with what I'm talking about. Don't just, I don't want to hear that right now. I don't want to talk right now. I don't, it gets frustrating because you're supposed to be my best friend. Now, if I start finding somebody else who wants to talk or who acts like they're interested, now you mad because I'm talking to somebody else. So it just gets to the point where it's like, you kind of do have to be what we want so that we're not. So somebody else doesn't step into our lives and look like this great picture, like, oh, my gosh, this is probably where I want to go down this lane because they give you the attention. They're talking, asking about your day, doing all these things that you feel like because we've been together for this long, you don't got to do no more. That's not how that works. Like if if seasons change, relationships have to change with that season. How we was a month ago is not how we're going to be today. So we have to just like if it's the time of the month and you know I'm frustrated, you know I'm going through things and you know to back off when it's not the time of month and you know I'm happy and I want to have conversations, you know, okay, let me switch up. I know I switch up a lot, but you kind of got to move with me because men is just so close to me. Like you just, you're just one person. I'm 10 people. Can you, you gotta, you gotta talk to all 10 of me. You can't just be like, oh, I'm only used to this one person. No, there's, there's too many people on of me in here so that's my that's my thing um it's the making sure that if i'm grinding and i'm hustling please don't get left behind because i don't want to feel like i'm all the way up here and you're below and you're not feeling like you have to you know excel with me and at the same time i don't want to have to ask you for things i want you to just know like okay i and i know it's hard to say that but i do want you to kind of be on the same energy as me and feel and know what I want, <laughs> even though I'm not saying it. So that's my, 
Thank you. Yes, ma'am. We appreciate all 10 of y'all this morning for coming up and sharing what you had to share. Woo-wee! Golly! Now, we ain't got no brothers to follow up with that. We shouldn't We shouldn't die. I know what you want, though, sister. She said she, said she wants somebody to be like, ooh, girl, they did that. I know what you want. Let me play this video. I know what you're looking for. Watch this. This is what you're looking for. Right here. This is the this is this is what you want him to do as you talking, ain't it? Here you go. Man, I am dead serious, man. The popo tripping that man. Ever since that OJ shit, man, I was just rolling down the street, wasn't doing nothing. They gonna pull me mm. over, man. I'm serious, man. I was just living ghetto fabulous, man. I had five of my finest hoes. And we was just chilling from a little hot, man. But I was just chilling, man. I was like, the cop gonna come up pull behind me, had the lights and everything. Get out of the car, get out of the car. I ain't getting out of the car. I ain't getting out of the car. Yeah, I was like, I was like, dude, I ain't getting out of the car. Then all my hoes in the car was scared. They was like, Frank, 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 we scared. They be saying stuff like that. I was like, oh, no, no. I ain't stopping because I ain't do nothing. And he came up to the car, right? He said, get out of the car. I got out of the car. I said, what you calling back up for, man? Everybody around here for this. Between me and you, I ain't even doing nothing. They got my license, my registration, everything. What's up now? What's up now? So then he was like, he was trying to talk to me. Then he started, stop playing, man. Then he started tripping. That's when I slapped him. And I took his handcuffs right off of him and put his handcuffs on him, put him in the back seat of my car, say, I'm going to take your ass to jail because you the one tripping around here. You understand? They put their hands on you. And they tried to, man. And dude, one dude going to come and try to grab it. That's how they call it. That's how they brought me in. <laughs> they put their hands on you. <laughs> I know that's what it is right there. You want that brother to be just sitting there listening to us. You say, I'll listen to all three of y'all. No, nah, but that was good, though. I know we're making light of it, but I think we need to make a little light of that one. Boy, if he listened to that, man, may Allah bless that brother if he were, if he were listening. But, uh, yeah, that's real, though. That's real. The minister said that in Know Your Role. He said, man, she when she working, that's an added blessing. He said, when she come home and uh, you, ask, you ask for something to eat, she going to say, uh, I don't know, where is it? You cook it, you know, because she, she out working, too. She, you know, she out... She out grinding as well. So, uh, but we got a brother, brother David. Brother David, he he he. Uh, brother David said he want to go. So we're gonna bring up brother Martin. Then we got brother Wesley, and then we got brother David. So brother Martin, go ahead. Assalamu alaikum. Waalaikumsalam. Man, you you had me cracking up when you played that video, brother. You almost made me forget some of the stuff I was gonna say. <laughs> but I do understand the sister's point and. That is something I was going to mention. Um, we do have to evolve as our relationships grow. I mean, me and my wife been together for 20 years and I can't continue. I can't act as if we first met 20 years later, um, having children in the house, all the children grow, um, have their own families now we're empty nesters and that's another whole new role and position to take on no one is in the house but you and i and we got to figure out how we gonna not tear all the furniture not communicate improperly because communication is is always so important so important on every level of evolving in the relationship I mean, we know women uh, do get older, go through menopause and still have past hurt. Men have past hurt, too. We do need to be comforted and consoled and those things. And women need those things as well. 
it's just a, a, a balance that has to be uh, matured through proper communication, respect, appreciation. And something I always say to my wife, we got to continue to have that baby faith. You know, with, uh, uh, when the baby is, is, is first sucking on the, the, the breast, he know it's coming. We got to continue to have that, that faith because through time, ego, our male ego kicks in, our uh, pride kicks in. These are barriers that now have to be broken down because we don't want our manhood stripped or don't talk to me that way. But we have to understand the woman's level of frustration and still deal with our level of frustration as men as well. I mean, I, I took on, I had to make an adjustment myself. I worked one job 31 years. Now I'm retired. That's an adjustment too. So yeah, she feel, yeah, why why isn't everything done in the house and you retired? Why do I need to come home and do A, B, D, A, B, C through Z? And there are some things you could have taken on. But yes, I'm retired from that 31-year job, but now I'm trying now to do my own business. And that's another whole work experience. And life is it's a lot, but we have to master proper communication and the proper handling of each other. Slum Lakers. Well, like Salam. Brother said, "Don't, don't, don't uh penalize me because I don't work hard and retire. Shoot, don't put, don't put the blame on me now because I got, I don't work thirty years working hard." <laughs> 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 All right, let's go to uh brother Wesley. Hi, Salam Alaikum family. Man, man, just coming behind all of this. So I'm gonna start with what what I need as a man first before I get to the balance part of it. Um, <laughs> so definitely that that time when you come when you first walk in that house or you first come back in, give me some time, you know. And and in that time, it's not necessarily about not saying nothing to me. It's just not belaboring me with everything at the moment. It's not that I don't want to hear what you had to deal with at home. But allow me to process what I had going on because, like I said, the minister said, we're not supposed to dump on our wife or on our on our partner. So I don't want to dump what I have on you. So I don't want it dumped on me first thing I walk in, in the house. All oh, the kids did, the children did this, this, this went wrong, that went wrong, this this pipe leaking. I don't want to hear all that right now. Let's, let's just say, you know, it's good to see you. Let me just be happy to see me first. Then let's kind of warm up to, okay, what we got going on this evening. Then we can kind of, in that conversation over the meal, then we can talk about the problems. Because now my mind is a little more relaxed and I can receive it. And I'm not going to come across as if I don't care. Because when I first walked in the house, I, I, I don't care at the moment. But it's not that I don't care about you. I don't care about hearing more problems because I'm trying to get these problems off of me first. Let me get these problems off of me so I can handle you properly. And I don't take out what I went through in, in the streets and what I went through with work on you. Because that's the one thing that as a black man in this world, we deal with a pressure in this world that, that I don't know. I can't speak for a woman, so I'm not going to speak for, for our women. But we deal with a certain pressure that you you never know. You got to be on alert at all times. You don't know who's trying to get you, who's not trying to get you, who's going to take your words out of context and what you got to do. So when I get home, I got to decompress. I got to relax my mind. And I, and I would like for you to help me relax my mind with some, some consoling words. How was your day? Is there anything that I can do to help make it a little bit easier for you, for you to get relaxed? Because at that point, I'll be even more willing 
to hear and help you unload and be able to un unravel your problems for the day as well. And then also, like I, like I was saying yesterday, that positive reinforcement. When when I am off and I'm and I'm I'm able to do some things while you out and about. And again, I'm speaking from from the past. Like I'm single now, so I'm, I'm gonna stand on the business. But um, when I when I am able to do those things that you're looking for, making sure that the house clean, vacuuming, washing, taking care of the children, applaud me before we get into what you didn't do right. All got the, she not matching, daughter not matching, and all the clothes is all kind of ways. You ain't fold the bed up the right way. At least give me an A for effort first before you get into how I didn't get the, the exact details the way it needs to be as well because I know as a man you know we strive to do good you know so just give me a give me an A for the, the striving first and then say well you know you could have did this like I, I, I take it more as a recommendation come with a recommendation on how I can improve on what I did don't just condemn what I did and then think that I'm going to hear you because honestly I'm, I'm just going to keep replaying in my mind how you told me I didn't do it right so you might be telling me what I should do right, but I'm hearing right now that you told me I did it wrong. So I'm just like, man, I did it wrong. I, I can't do nothing right. That's the first thing I think about. It. I'm like, I can't do nothing right. But in all actuality, it was something I did right in there. And then the effort is very important because as a man, we do think first, I mean, the lights on, you got a roof over your head. We're making sure we got groceries in the house. The, the, the children got clothes. We got gas in the car. We do look at that as these are some, some things that we do need some credit for. Yes, I was doing that while I was single and while I was by myself, but now I'm doing it more expansively and I'm making sure that y'all are taken care of before I'm taken care of. So I just want to kind of get that that A for effort. Thank you for thinking about trying to do it right. Now let me show you how we can do it even better. And I think it's all about the way we say things. And then when it comes down to the communication, communication is great, but it's that tone. Now if that tone is coming across like, yeah you did do yeah i see you i see you made the bed up and it, it, you can i can hear that i didn't do it right i still i mean in my mind i'm like man i done messed up again what didn't i do you know so definitely that's what i think about but but on that balance side it's definitely about about listening and paying attention to the non-verbals because um the sisters they're gonna tell you what they feel it's gonna be all over their face and if, as a brother we gotta make sure we pay attention to those non-verbal style uh, parts as well and pick up on those little details about what they say they like and don't like um but the same thing goes for the sisters we we know when you you hear us make that deep breath that oh man you know that this ain't this might not be the time to go ahead and, and bring that drop that problem on us right now because we got some heavy on our minds that we need to take care of because at the end of the day we don't want you to be hurt i know me personally i never want to see uh, a woman crying because it'll make me feel like I need to fix the problem. And I know that the problem is not about the problem being fixed. You want me to hear what the problem is, but just understand that me saying that I want to fix the problem is not saying that I don't care about listening to your problem. I just don't want you to feel that pain no more. I'd rather take the hit. I'd rather take the pain from you than you keep dealing with it. So I'll land on that. And I pray that the brothers is coming up next will come and keep standing on business for the brothers. We're going to add the balance at the end. Don't come up front with the, with the sister's balance right now. Start with the brother balance and make sure we can get our part shared and vent it out. Okay, brother? Assalamualaikum. <laughs> I think somebody said this yesterday. You know, uh, and, it, and it reminded me because I seen a brother in the YouTube comment say, well, why don't you just tell them what you want? You know, tell them, tell them. I forgot what she had said to make them say that. But, um, uh, you know, just just saying it, you know, I think somebody said, you know, in, in other words, you just trying to tell brother Antone said that 
instead of saying, you always busy doing this, in other words, you saying, can you spend time with me? And it's like, you know, we just, if you just, if you just tell us that, we may be like, okay, let's do it. But also I heard the sister say, you don't, you don't want to have to tell us that, right? Right. You, I, you, I don't want to have to tell you that. But my thing is, do you not want it to happen or do you want it to happen? <laughs> because now I know y'all want us to get there. But if you want it to happen, shouldn't you just say it? Right? Like we may, we may, uh, we may want something from y'all. We not sitting around saying, let me see. And she go, I want her to be a magician and figure out what I want to eat tonight. And uh, yep, and she can't don't don't ask me what I want to eat. And 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 don't ask me where I want to go and don't ask me what I want. I want you to figure it out. Don't y'all ask us, hey man, you what you what you want to eat tonight? That's to me, that's equal as us of y'all having to ask us for something. At the end of the day, I just want to eat. So whether you guessed it right or not, I ate. That, and maybe that's just me. I know men and women's minds is different, but that just be my mindset. If you want it, I sure wish we could, you know, spend a little time together tonight around, you know, 8 o'clock. All right, cool. Let me clear my schedule. Because, you know, versus I'm finna wait until it's 8 o'clock. This nigga still working. Okay. Then you come in, you get the you get the side eye, you get the you get the deep breaths. <sighs> okay, what's the problem? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so and y'all know that's a universal thing. So it's like, man, if y'all just say it, that'll make it a little bit more easy on us, you know, because we may, we uh you know, we 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 may we may forget. But then here's another thing that, you know, for for the for the sister. You know, we remember pain or we remember like real good pleasure, right? And what I mean by that bottom mind, it's kinda like, and I'm not some you know, I, I don't know if this is scientific, but like the if it ain't super painful or super happy, sometimes the details can get lost in translation. Your mind kind of remembers certain things, and it kind of remembers in pictures. Now, if there's a scientist on here that's, and I'm wrong with that, maybe y'all can come on and clarify. Maybe this is how my mind remember. So if something happened a long, long, long time ago, but it was real painful, I can visually see that. Like, I can remember that. Or if it was something that was really good, I remember those times. But, like, the average day, I can't really remember those things. Saying that to say... Um, you know, some, some, some stuff when it comes to what's said, you know, if it's very painful, those things are still in your mind. Like Sister Yasina said, those things are still, you know, like, Hey man, even if you get over it or, uh, man, I know that was probably out of spite, but that because it was so painful, it still lingers in the mind and it makes you wonder, was that for real? Or was that just when you was mad? So it's kind of confused the mind. So, you know, and, and stuff may come out, but there has to be an opposite side of the pleasure side. It can't just be a, like Brother Wesley said, it can't just be a, okay, yeah, the bed fixed. But you can hear it in the voice like, damn, I didn't do it. I didn't excel at it, though. It with that. So if you want to get that opposite side of us that, okay, man, he really on it, the, 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 the positive reinforcement, you got to 
bring it on over. You can't just, oh, yeah, thank you, you know, you did pretty good. You got to overdo it. Yeah, you got to overdo it. If we want you to get to cooking, we got to overdo it. If we want to get you to clean up on time and all that type of stuff, and we know you got to deal with the baby, you may have to work on your job, you come home. If we want to get you, we may have to overdo it. Like, boy, boy, you so cleaned up, spick and span. I mean, that thing, woo, that'll make you feel a certain type of way, right? In sports, you know, you do some good, they hyping you up. So hype, you know, just and this is for both. Hype each other up when we do something that we we uh we we are looking for the other person to do. And and now nah, I'm about to say the opposite of what the sister said. Maybe this is representing for the brother, and not assume that they should know. And I get it, you want to be in a position where study me and know me so well to where you know when I got a boo-boo, you know when I, you know when my stomach hurt, you know when I got a headache, even if I don't say it. I know maybe it may take us a decade to get there. But in the beginning, you may have to. You know, sh- t- sh- you know, show them a little bit, show, you know, because you may be upset and you may be really upset and she don't even know you're upset. You looking like you looking like you just working. But in your mind, we really we really frustrated. She don't know that unless we tell her. Right. Come on, brother. Can y'all bear with it? Had there been time where you've been upset, you at the computer and everything appears to be fine. And they don't know we really we don't we putting together this problem and how we finna solve this and yeah we don't they don't know that we really going through it they don't they can't detect it like there's times that we can't really detect when they going through it so you might have to you know uh share because i i say for me man sometimes i may think you're mad at me and then that'll make me mad especially if i don't know why you're mad so that's why i communicate because if you you know because if you mad and you working a certain way i'm now I'm finna make it worse because now I'm in my feelings because I'm like, well, damn, what did I do? Now we now we both mad. You know what I'm saying? And then the woman is expecting the man to, to, to be in consoling mode. But if I feel like you mad at me for something that I don't even know what I did, now, now I need to be consoled. Now I need I want you to come hug on me. <laughs> so now, now, now we two big old babies in the in the house <laughs> looking for somebody to console them. So yeah, that that'll be something uh that I wanted to point out. Let's go to, uh, let's see. Who next? It was <laughs> me, brother. Okay, go ahead. This is Brother David. Yes, sir. There you go. Um, you, you and uh, the brother before had kind of said the things that I was going to say. Um, so I'm just going to start with the fact that for me, I want to be respected. Um appreciate it. I'm sorry, I just came upstairs, so I'm kind of breathing, breathing hard. Um, appreciate it, not taken for granted. And um, what, I, what I'm hearing, because I'm operating within um, the nation, um, the, uh, I'm not going to say rules, but I'm new to the nation, relatively speaking. And so you know, what I, what I understood in relationships before coming in, yeah, I am tired. <laughs> what I understood before coming in um, is kind of different um, because, you know, we, most of us, we have the knowledge itself already. Um, we've been introduced to uh, supreme wisdom and, and have had the minister's teachings and, you know, all of the students, um, <laughs> not gonna pull no muscles um we've had all of that to kind of lean on so 
I find it kind of surprising when I hear some of the same narratives outside of the nation, inside the nation, like the idea that a woman does everything so she only needs to uh, have a man come in and just, you know, just, you know, be there for comfort or, or um, you know, because she got everything else. That's something that I would expect to hear, you know, uh, outside of the nation. Um, what I will say is that um, I think people, what I would want is for my partner to be whole before even entering a relationship. And that's where the courting period come in. And so you could kind of vet and analyze this person that, you, that you're involved with. Um, a lot of us not hold on into these relationships. And then when we get in there, we're taking out our traumas on, on, on someone and they had nothing to do with it. They've been triggered. You know, you hear about um, folks saying things like, you know, this one sister said she had 10 personalities. My ex-wife told me she had nine, you know, <laughs> it's a joke from Sinbad who said, you know, women have five personalities. You don't have to, uh, you don't have to cheat because you got five in this one already, you know, and that's making light of the, the, the situation. But that tends to be what a lot of sisters say, you know, you're dealing with so many different people. They didn't want you to read their mind. And it's like, no, we need to grow up and we need to be whole so that we could communicate with each other properly. And, you know, the wonderful thing about the nation is that there is apparatus in place. There's knowledge in place to make that possible. And so, again, like I, I'm surprised a bit when I hear some of the same narratives. Uh, but I mean, I guess it just indicates that, we, you know, we still got a lot of work to do. Um, it was something else I wanted to say. Um, now I'll just, I'll land my plane there cause I know I could get long winded and I look forward to replying again or talking again at some point. Thanks. Peace. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> All right. Uh, oh, she said, I didn't even touch on the man always right syndrome. Ooh, she got more left. She got more left in the chamber. All right, let's go to do 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 do. Where's the list at? I keep missing the list. There's brother David. Oh, brother Jax. Brother Jax. Assalamualaikum. Well, excellent. Ah, uh, yeah, sister went in. She's still going in. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's my problem. I'm always right. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I was, let me, uh, veggie back on what Brother Wesley was saying. Um, you know, it's not that we don't care as soon as we walk in the door or like it doesn't matter. But, you know, we're dealing with five to 10 personalities. I need to catch my breath. And uh, figure out who I'm addressing and who's going to receive this word when I need to receive it, when I need them to receive it, you know? Um, uh, what we need from the women is the, the stopping of the comparison of, you know, other things, other men. The minister said that, like, you know, when you bring up uh, the past or another man or just another quality that might be in somebody that you might find attractive or that you might want in your man, you know, that's one of the worst things to do, you know, 
now you got your man thinking that this man that got that quality is who you looking at or what you want. And I feel like, you know, also, you know, dealing with uh, just being a man. Yeah, we work, you work and we come home. I'm, uh, you know, I clean. I, I, I clean every now and then I cook. But, you know, cleaning was something that, you know, I do from the back of the house to the front of the house, you know. So, um, you know, we, we need that acknowledgement that the things that we do do, you know, the things that we do do on a daily just because, you know, you see us do it. And that's what we're supposed to do. Hey, let me know I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, uh, you know, let me know that you see that the house is clean when you come home and, you know, OK, this is out your way. And now it's your turn to do whatever you need to do. <laughs> Um, also, uh, you know, like, uh, brother Wesley said that acknowledging my attempt, you know, I might be making a bed wrong, folding the towels wrong and it's your approach on, you know, the positive, you know, oh, I see you, you tried it, you know, I, okay. You did try to help me and get that out the way, but this is how it's done, baby. You know, uh, this is how, you know, this, how it's supposed to do now. Now we folding the towels together and we getting it right. Not you just getting it right. You know, uh, and it's the approach, you know, sometimes. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll say things like, like, are you dumb? Like, are, do you, are you stupid? Like, do you not get it? And, I, you know, you'd be like, man, does she think I'm dumb just because I didn't fold the towels correct? But, uh, you know, you just need to hear that positive response. And, you know, and as a man, uh, we go through things. We, we need the emotional ear. Sometimes we need an ear and a head nod. We don't always need your opinion. We don't always need your feedback. And, you know, sometimes we won't always have to be right if there's not a response, you know, uh, you know, let us vent without a ear, without a judgment. You know, a lot of women tend to hear what they're hear what we're saying and they only they only talk about what's wrong. They don't hear nothing about the whole point. I'm not saying all women do this, but they don't hear nothing about the whole point. They just hear what they think was wrong. And they jump right in to correct that and lose focus on the whole point. You know, let your God express himself. You may find out that, you know, he's smarter, more intellectual. He he might be hurting. He might be depressed. He might be, you know, focused on something man, you might not even know because you're only listening to what you think is wrong and not trying to, you know, listen to the whole point of what he's getting to, you know. Um, and as as a as a balance, you know, we just need to, to grow in faith. You know, if uh, you see um, your man learning and you don't know what he's learning in the all brothers class, you know, ask him, ask him the information. So you're not just learning from a female's perspective. You're also learning and furthering your knowledge from from our perspective, what we go through, what we have to do, you know, what's demanded of us in our perspective and, you know, just, hey, you know what? I heard what you had to say. I don't got nothing to respond. I don't got nothing to respond to. I hear you. Now, shut up and hear me. You know what? I think, you know, that'll help, you know? So just as a balance, I feel like, you know, the communication. A lot of people say uh, communication is key. I believe that, but you also got to add in comprehension because you can communicate and start the car, 
But if you ain't comprehending what's going on and the engine not getting no gas and, and everything's not working in the car, you're not going nowhere. You know, I'm mean, y'all sitting in neutral just revving the gas. You know, comprehension and communication are two successful keys or two important keys to that. You know, it's not just the communicating because you could be communicating and your words could be going in one ear and out the other. And the person didn't really care about what you said, but, you know, they showing that they took the time to let you talk. But you got to comprehend well, and also communicate on. back. But you know, I do understand. Asalaamu Alaikum, family. Thank you for letting me speak. Well, Alaikum Salaam. Shut up and hear me. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Comment, come. Hold on, she's struggling trying to get this chair up. Hold on, y'all. Why they keep? See, see. People be coming. <clears throat> yeah, a little bit. Um. So. So. Um. The common sense, everything is not common sense, okay? Everything is not common sense, okay? Some of us uh, grew up and we didn't experience some of the things that you experienced. So when you say it's common sense, everything is not common sense. That goes for the women's side and the men's side. It's some stuff that maybe your family participated in and done that we didn't. There's some things you participated in, I participated in that you didn't. So what's common to us isn't common for everybody. So I think if we all just kind of do that, then we can respect that there are some things that maybe I don't know that you probably saying is common sense. And then there's some things that you know that I'm pro- that, that that you can probably say is common sense, but it ain't. Y'all seen the movie, baby boy? All right, so uh, <clears throat> let's go to... Um... Oh, he really said shut up and hear me? Wow. Yeah, he really said that, man. <laughs> Pray be to Allah yourself. Set up and hear me. I don't see the list, man. I keep losing this list, man. Oh, don't worry about it, brother Ben. I, I want to get in there. Oh, brother. brother King Cameron's next. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. So, excuse me. I'm fighting, you know, the little whatever's going around a little bit too. Oh, so you I got was, something too? Yeah, man. You could probably hear it in the voices sounding crazy. I'm over here sniffling and stuff, but <laughs> I had to get in hearing a lot of this stuff that's going on on this power call this morning. Um, and I wanted to, I wanted to really, for the brothers, right? For the brothers, this, this is what I had to take to heart. The minister laid this on, the minister laid this down in, uh, what is your role, right? The minister said that the sisters, he said, she's not happy with nothing and she's not happy with something. So that means that our job, we just got to. We just got to put it in our minds that our job is never done because I feel what y'all saying. You know, we, 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 we holding everything down in the house. You know, you trying to tend to all the emotions that, you know, come with, you know, with the, with the woman, you know, (laughs) you got 10 personalities, five personalities you may have to deal with. So it's a lot of balancing act that you got to deal with. On a, on a on a mental plane, and you know we have to continuously you know feed on the wisdom from the minister honestly, so that we can increase our bandwidth, so that we able to constantly 
apply what's necessary to help tend to these five and ten and nine personalities that come out of the sisters, right? You know that that's just a reality that we had to come in that we had to come in contact with because we're gonna constantly be fighting, you know, when it comes to uh, you know, if 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 the job is ever finished. The job is never done, you know, but sisters, you gotta make over the brothers. You gotta make over your man. Sister Yasina said it earlier, she was talking or, or it was Sister uh, Sacred who mentioned knowing your man, studying him, right? Yeah, we, you don't want us to have to, you don't want to have to say certain things to us. We don't want to have to say, say certain things to you about what we like. Because I know we be, I know I'm not, maybe I'm the only one, brother man, but I'd be like, whatever. Well, I mean, I knew you long enough. Why are you still asking me questions about things that we already covered when we first met? I mean, you still asking me what I want to eat. Well, I mean, you know what I like to eat? The menu has not changed. I the menu has not changed. If I grew out of eating meat into vegetarianism, did I let you know that? And then you know what the menu is, right? But those are certain things that you shouldn't have to ask if you are studying. So, as Sister Sacred said, we have to study each other. We have to study each other so that we know and understand what it is that we want. The minister said that when you are in the study of God and you're studying the words and the wisdom of God, then you're able to identify Allah with uh, at a hint and a sign. But we have to be able to know what our, you know, know what our spouses want at a hint and a sign. So we have to be paying attention to those details, have to pay attention to those details. I agree with Brother Wesley and Brother Ben and everybody else. When I come in the house, if I'd have been outside dealing with black people all day, I'd have been dealing with people down at the job, and I come into the house, I don't. The minister said he don't want to hear nothing. But alaikum when he come in the door, I don't want to hear nothing about the sink broke and the children and fell down the steps, and we need to go to the store to get this. I need twenty seven minutes to decompress from everything that I done went through out in the world. And I just want to hear the greetings and I need to just chill back so I can release some of that pressure because the minister talked about the pressure that men have and the weight that we carry, we carry it in our mind. We don't carry it the same way that women do. We carry it in our mind. So we need to have that time to allow the pressure to be released from our minds so that we can begin to start solving the next set of problems. See, we left out of the world solving problems. And now we come into the house and it's a whole nother amount of problems that have to be done. So the minister said in the swan song too, I'm landing on this one. He said that the, that women brothers, he said that women in your life are a trial for you. He said, women are a trial for you. And I had to really chew on that because I got four daughters. So I have all I got well based on what uh based on what we just did with the math we just did up in here on the women having 10 personalities. I got four daughters. So based on nursing Rocky math, I got 40 different people I gotta deal with. I got 40 different people that I gotta deal with. So the bandwidth you could imagine got to be on 10,000. 
I got to have my mind lined up with the most honorable Elijah Muhammad mind and the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan mind that's lined up with Master Far Muhammad mind that's lined up with the God who created the heavens and the earth and the universe. Like that's the band work with that your brother got to have working. So, but it's a blessing because it helps you to see the areas of improvement that you have. And then you're able to take the things that you learn from the woman and expanding your patience, expanding your um, your ability, to, uh, your love, your sensitivity, right? Your ability to listen. All of those things you have to have when it comes to dealing with women because you can't communicate with them the same way you communicate with, with men or boys. So you take those things that you learn and then you're able to apply those in your other interpersonal relationships at work and business and things of that nature. And you're able to see yourself grow from that, from that aspect. Mm -hmm. But I believe, you know, brothers, we just got to understand and get it in our mind. You got to always be coming with something new because no matter what you did yesterday, she don't care nothing about yesterday. She want to know what's happening today, what's going to be happening in the future. And sisters, I think if we study our men, study the brothers, then we will have a higher success rate because you'll know the way that he communicates and you'll able you'll be able to communicate with him and a hit and a sign and then everything will be, you know, how it's supposed to be. So Aslam like. Well, like I said, uh, hey y'all, I wanna put it on record. My wife owes me an hour long foot massage. Yeah, that was the bet. That was the bet. An hour long foot massage. Uh-uh, that ain't the chair, nuh-uh. My wife owed me an hour-long foot massage. She was supposed to be able to get this chair out the, out the, out the room. I told her she can't do it. Watch me do it. You see, y'all women always think y'all know how to do something. And we telling you, listen, I done tried that already. Watch, I'm finna show you. What you want to bet? Hour-long foot massage. So today, hour-long foot massage. Hercules, Hercules. No, nah, don't try to cop out now. We gotta put that. We gotta put that uh, a different lens on it. That's the zoom in lens. You don't know how to do it. Y'all heard it here first. Hour long, fifty nine minutes. Okay, here we go. Uh, somebody said that they uh. They didn't know how to get on the power call. So www.thepowercall.net. www.thepowercall.net. That's how you come on over. Um, let's see here. Uh, we got up next brother, brother, brother Anton. <laughs> and that's an hour long. Salam alaikum. Hour long. Wa alaikum um what what okay one second i'll see you later oh um i think the problem um between men and women i think sometimes we be trying to get each other to kind of become too much like one another like sometimes you know like like men like I heard a lot of brothers say on the call that we we express ourselves differently and we won't when we going through something on the inside talking about it don't help us on the flip side mm -hmm. talking about things it helped women reach their point of peace but 
with men, talking about it don't help us. We reach our point of peace just by bottling up on the inside and kind of figuring it out on our own. But sometimes we be trying to pressure pressure one another to to be too much like the other, and that's where we have conflict. But on the aspect of um, when we come home and we initially just want that little break, whether we just want to come home, wash up, make a prayer, and then deal with the family. When we don't get that, you know, it's kind of, it, it can make it, it can make it more uh, disturbing or it could like, you know, bother you more. And in another way, I think we got to, um, you know, how, how um, the scientists, we write our history in advance. Sometimes if we're not too bogged down by our problems of the day, sometimes we got to be thinking ahead, like, okay, bam, I know when I go home, when I get in this house, I'm going to be approached with A, B, C, and D, or this and that. I think sometimes we got to uh, kind of mentally prepare our mind for what's ahead of us when we do get ready to step in the house to help us handle it a little more better. Because I could relate to brothers when, you know what I'm saying, you, we come in the house and the wife initially gets to telling us about her day, we automatically take it personal. We automatically take it like she telling us these things because she expecting us to, to fix a problem. But really, in essence, she's just trying to reach her point of peace as well because they reached their point of peace by communicating. So now finally adult home now and I could talk like an adult and I can express myself. But by us, you know what I'm saying, wanting to come home and initially just had a little quiet time of peace, depending on where our mindset, we automatically take it personal, like we being attacked or we having extra stuff laid on us. And damn, I just walked in the door. But I think it all boiled down. We all, you know what I'm saying, we got to understand each other a little bit more better and then kind of adapt, you know what I'm saying, to where we kind of could comfort them in how they reach their point of peace and we get comfort in how we reach our point of peace as well. Yes, sir. Yeah. Could y'all hear y'all could hear us in the background? <laughs> you put black seed on the nigga. <laughs> you heard y'all going in. <laughs> Say it again. You could, said, yeah, you... we heard y'all going in in the back. <laughs> oh, y'all heard us for real? <laughs> no, y'all didn't. <laughs> okay, let's go to <laughs> Let's go to um. Where's the list at? <laughs> yeah, brother, we're hour alone now. No, no, no. Hour alone. So wait, wait. Before, okay. So while you find the list, no, we did not specify which chair. See how they all roller wrestling. We did not specify which chair. He said you cannot get the chair through the door. What chair was you talking I about? I said I bet I can. What chair was you I talking tried about? both of them. There was two chairs in that room. Right? Which chair was you talking was about? Was there two chairs in there? I was talking about a chair. I said, wow. a chair. No, sir. <laughs> it was two chairs in that room. Did one of them come through the door? 
Look, this is what we got to do. <laughs> All right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so we got so I am expecting my uh-uh. today for an no, entire ma'am. 60. No, ma'am. I want 60. Uh-uh. 60 we got any more, brothers? All right, over to the sister. Sister Sacred, you up again. Okay, okay. Uh, I was taking notes on a lot of different things, so um, I forgot who said what now. But one of the brothers said, spoke about men wanting to be respected, which is true. Um, I don't know for sure because I haven't read the Bible 100% through and through, but I was told that in the Bible, there's no place that it says that a man... Um, needs to be loved, but it does say he does need to be respected. Women, it says in the Bible that we need to be loved. So I totally agree with that. Um, men, if you respect them, that's the way that they receive love. So I'm 100% on board with that. Um, to Nurse Rocky, when she was talking about um, how she was moving up the ladder and maybe um, um, the man, I'm not sure if it's her husband or not, wasn't moving up with her. It is like a give and take because I remember when um, I got out of high school, my husband, he always worked um, when we were dating. So he always provided. And we had our first daughter um, before we got married. But so he's already always been a provider. So when I got out of um, high school, I went to um, nursing school, but I became an LVN first. So uh, we got married but we just lived off of his income solely so I can go to school. Then um, also during school, I started reading books about being a, a apartment manager because I back then uh, I learned that apartment managers, management companies like to hire couples that are um, apartment managers and then you could live for rent free. So um, one of my friends took the whole apartment management courses, I just, uh, she just gave me all of the books and tools that she had bought and paid thousands of dollars for. She gave them to me. I just read it, was able to learn it. And then I got us a job as an apartment manager. So we were able to live rent free. So, and then when I got out of school, I started working as an LVN. And then he went back to school to learn um, air conditioning and heating. So we lived off of my income. Then once he graduated, he got a job with the school board, making uh, more money. Then I went back to school, become an RN. And um, so then we went back to just living solely off of his income. Then um, by the time I graduated, um, now I'm an RN, he's a building engineer, and we built our empire together. So it's going to take both uh, men and women building and um, handling your household what works for you. People from the outside may um, always want to give their opinion on how you run your household. But you don't pay attention to that. You keep how you run your household um, to yourself. Some people may say, oh, no, um, I'll never." the minister did mention he'll never you know, take the money from a woman, which is true. I totally agree with that. But he also mentioned something unless it's needed. So when you're building something together and you see your man is elevating himself, he's just not sitting on the couch being lazy waiting for you. We're both trying to build together. So now we're homeowners. We don't we don't have to manage apartments anymore, but we hustle together and you build together. Um, but you're, the man has to be willing uh, to do his part as well. Uh, 
cleaning. Okay, yes, 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 yes. So if you both work, yeah, don't I don't like to clean at all. So now let's put money aside so we can get a housekeeper. You know, if, if nobody wants to clean, cool. You know, we both put in the budget, we're gonna have a housekeeper. So, you know, think of some other ways of um, you know, handling that cleaning problem. Uh women, yeah, somebody already hit that. We're not, we don't have a lot of five and ten personalities, but we are very emotional. Um and women, we have to know our emotions, know when we're going really crazy and, will, and really off and, you know, kind of apologize for our action. We may take it out on our husband. We may take it out on our kids. So we just have to recognize that. But the family, you guys also have to recognize, too, that we are emotional creatures. So you have to give us. It's a balance, too. It's a give and a take as well. Um Let's see. Um, and, and yes, uh, I know I'm a woman, but I think like a man. I, it, it's crazy. I know the women feel that I'm on the man side when I, you know, I speak, but I was raised by my dad. So I just know how men think. And I just feel it's much easier, women, if we just listen to what the men say. I know what we want, but if you like, if we learn our man and get in tune with them, they're just naturally going to give us what we want. I mean, my husband. It, it's amazing. We look for gifts and things like that. I look at my husband bringing home his whole entire check. It goes into our savings account. That's the biggest gift you can get when a man is working and you have access to their whole check. But it's a it's a give and a take. If we cater to them, they are going to take so good care of us. If a man is um, if his head is God, it's just going to be reciproc reciprocated automatically. And uh, what else did I say? Oh, one other thing, too. Um, women, if we look at the way that our uh, men treat our daughters, if, if men have daughters, um, they just spoil the girls. They they discipline the boys, but they just love to see their baby girls or their daughters happy, smiling. They like to spoil them. And I think as women, too, we need to look at that as well and smile more and be happy more men like seeing a smile or putting a smile on a woman's face but so just try to smile more and not be so grumpy and angry all the time i hear you nurse rocky what you're saying it, it, it you're going through some stuff i and, and i get it and i don't because when i come home too some days no my husband he knows when okay i have to cater to her so that's what i'm saying it goes both ways um both mates have to know each other. It's not all you always giving. Um, he has to reciprocate as, as well. So that's it for right now. Thanks. Excellent points, Sister Sacred. Excellent, excellent points. <laughs> no, but did you say your, you set your daughters on? Did you say my uh, daughter yeah. said? No, I was saying, I was giving an example how men uh, spoil their daughters. Oh, no, I thought you said my daughter says something about five, ten, five personalities. Um, I was, no, I think I was talking about Nurse Rocky when. Um, oh, maybe uh, I heard the wrong thing. Five or ten personalities. Okay. Uh, up next, correction. Power call first lady, Mother Nani. You press one. Here, I don't know, but I want to go. Uh, we're going to go to sister. To, no, go ahead. <laughs> what? It's, it's on. No, it's on you. It's on you. You. It's on you. Okay. That's me. That was me. 
Um, so first thing I want to bring up is the fact that I do agree that it is a hundred percent, um, a give and take. It does have to go both ways, um, between man and woman. However, what I would also like to point out is the fact that I heard not only brother Nuri, but also the minister both say that, um, in order for the woman, because the woman is naturally nurturing to her man, and we're automatically wanting to take care of them. Them doing things righteously and being a man of God, of course, is going to make us want to delve into that more so and, and go a little bit harder with that. Now, the, the issue with a lot of men, I won't say all, but a lot of men, is that when a woman does go above and beyond and takes care of him and you know caters to him and, and gives him the things that he needs, a lot of the times the men will become complacent. And in the aspect of, it's, it's almost like, you know, they, they kind of, I don't want to say expect that, but they will kind of dial back on their duties to their woman and get comfortable in what it is that they're doing to for their woman. Um, and so Brother Nuri and both the minister both said that um, pretty much the man has to um, satisfy and give the woman the things that she needs before she's going to, or before she should give him the things that he needs and take. Yes, they did say it, and you know they did. I know you. I was with you when we watched it from the minister. That's number one. Number two is the minister also said if God created the woman as a consoler of man, that he might find peace and quiet of mind in her. That's your nature, female. That's what you would do for a man when a man does. For you, what God put in you to demand from him. That came from the minister, right? So, <laughs> sorry. So, um, yes, 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 I do 100% agree that, you know, the woman should absolutely be giving the man the things that he needs and be listening to him and be learning him. However, women and men, <laughs> they, they are to give you your demands first. They have got to take care, <laughs> they have got to take care of us as women first because we already know we're going to do what we need to do. That's just we can't we can't we can't not do those things to be quite honest with you. When when he and I are into it and we are odds, it's it's difficult for me not to do certain things that I know he needs for him. When we upset and I know it's time for him to eat, I be looking at him like you hungry, ain't you? You want to eat? <laughs> because I it's 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 already there. But for a man, they have to work a little bit harder in order to to do the things that we need. They have to learn and study us in a way that is, I think, outside of their their nature. And so, um, it, it this this came from both of them, both of the people that you and I spoke on, brother Nuri and the minister. So um, that's my two cents for right now. Stomach grumbling. <laughs> that's my two cents for, for right now. All right. Okay. I have nothing to say back to that rebuttal. <clears throat> but I do have a uh, Brother Martin. I got a clip for us too now, okay? <laughs> I, I got a clip for us too, Brother Martin, okay? Let's bring a little balance to that. I'm just hungry. <laughs> and then... Listen up. I had a conversation with a sister today. She said, you know, Brother Farcom, uh, some sisters and I were talking, and we said we had come to the conclusion 
that there really weren't too many good men around. Okay. And I said, well, yes. So she said, we were asking the question, what needs to be done? What needs to be done? I said, well, sister, I said, what you see in the man is what you produce. You condemn the fruit of your womb. You made it. So if there's something wrong with the man, that means, dear sister, there's something wrong with you. And if there's something wrong with you, unless what is wrong with you is fixed, then there'll never be any better men for you to fall in love with. Because where there are no decent women, there are no decent men. For the woman is the mother of civilization. You got to take that responsibility. Now, look at what I'm saying. Uh, okay, now. Now, I agree. Now, that's I, agree. What, so I just want to bring that balance, okay? I know I know. we got to do our job. We got to do a lot better. But don't put it like the black man just don't woke up and he can't get nothing until. I didn't okay? no, 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 you said, no. You said that until the man then... Uh, he should be doing this, and until he can, until he does what he's supposed to do, she basically ain't got to do How what she, she got to do. Dinner, if she don't have a kitchen. Okay, okay. That's the, that's number one. But I do also agree if you are not a righteous woman, and if you're not doing the things that as a woman should be doing, then of course you're for one not gonna attract any men of substance. But, then, but right, I'm about, to, I'm about to go ahead and lay him down. He's sleep. We about to get into this. He about to go lay him, lay, go lay down. But no, I, I do agree with that. Because if, if I don't have it in me, for one, to be a woman of substance and to be a righteous woman, that's not going to put a demand on you. That's yeah. not going to bring. That's not going to want you to do better or to be better. So I'm not going to see inequality in you. I'm not going to see the things that I want and need in you because I'm not who I need to be. But if I am this woman who is walking correctly and I am this woman who is striving to be upright and doing, you know, better, then as a married couple, yes, I need. We can't have a home if we don't have a house. That's the first thing. How I'm supposed to how I'm supposed to go and make no smoothies if I don't have a blender? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So look at this. Somebody said if he takes care of one hundred percent of everything, she decided to stay at work a nurse. She complains about him not having enough, but she never contributes and keeps her money. How should he handle this? We could talk about, we can answer that question if y'all want to chime in on that after we let the rest of the sisters go. All right, so, uh, all right, next up we had, oh, Sister Tamora was next. Somebody said this is one of the best power calls, y'all. <laughs> Uh-oh, we, we might be creeping up to top three. <laughs> Sister Tamora, you still there? I know she ain't left. Oh, she skipped. Okay, uh. Sister Yasina. <laughs> Go ahead, Sister Nani. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! She run for president, baby. You got my vote. <laughs> okay. But in honesty, I'll say this. 
this is why getting the help that we need before we get married and really assessing our own issues is important. Minister Farrakhan for the believers gave us Dianetics for a reason. And until we do the work that we need to do to work on our own self, then we'll always be looking at the moat in somebody else's eyes. So y'all can sleep on Dianetics all y'all want to, but you that's why your house going to be cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs for years to come and we'll be sitting here having the same conversation. <laughs> but uh, but you have to, we have to do the work. Reciprocity is important, but if I got, if, if my 10 personalities ain't, you know, gelling with your 30 pet personalities, we're going to always have a problem. And if you're not checking your, if I'm not checking my 10 personalities and you're not checking at least half of yours, then we're always going to have a problem. Some, somebody got to throw the white flag, just wave the flag. Because all that going back and forth, back and forth, and nothing gets resolved is a problem. So, man, get 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 audited. If you're not in the nation, get therapy. We black people coming up out of slavery. We're we're still holding in generational stuff. Get the help, y'all. We crazy. At the end of the day, we just crazy. You don't want to admit you're crazy. That's the, and that that's the sign that you are crazy. We all have our stuff we're working on. So, and I'm gonna say this, and then I'm a, I'm gonna I'm not gonna get back on because I know the daggers are gonna be thrown. But I'm gonna say it anyway. Stop shacking up with people who haven't put a ring on your finger, because as our grandmothers would say, why would he? Why would he want to? buy the cow when he's getting the milk for free so I, I played house when I had a Barbie doll, my black Barbie doll my black hen and my dream house a grown women we shouldn't be playing house, you should want a real home with a real man creating a real life, we don't you don't stop dreaming and live in reality and that goes for men too, he, if y'all been living together for five years and you're still waiting for him to put a ring on it, chances not he ain't. And that's the actual fact because he's got nothing that he has to work towards. Um, so y'all get mixed up in these mortgages and rental properties and all this stuff. And then when y'all get mad at each other, who can put out? Because both of y'all name on the lease. Both of y'all name on the mortgage. So so y'all just stuck. Because he ain't, he ain't going to leave out. And you're not trying to leave out. So why entangle yourself in a situation where you're not commit, you're, you, you've not made a real commitment? Now, if y'all got that thing unlocked and y'all think it's good, then y'all keep rolling with it. But baby, I'm, I'm, mm. all right, assalamualaikum. I was expecting you to say they're going to have some oopsie babies. Kiki's <laughs> be bringing them oop babies. I have a question, Cecilia Cena. So how yes. do we find... Yes, ma'am, Madam President. <laughs> hey, I like that. <laughs> um, but how do we find... So like in our area, if we're in the nation, how do we find somewhere to be audited? I am interested. Well... 
I'll go back to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan when he put us on this journey of auditing. In every study group, in, in our mosque, there should be someone who's an auditor. If you're in the student ministry, particularly, if you are a student captain, if it's a student lieutenant, every you should have, not lieutenant, student, student FOI captain, you should have an auditor for the sisters and an auditor for the brothers. So there should be someone in your area who is an auditor. You know, just make sure it's someone that, that your spirit gels with. Um, and I'll say this in respect to auditing. I, just like auditing is not about what's, what you've done, it's about what's been done to you. And it's not about, so it deals with the, the trauma. It deals with the pain. It deals with those little creeps in your cells that you don't even know exist. If you go far back enough, it will take you into your prenatal. I've heard some people say it takes you beyond prenatal, but it's getting rid of those things. It's like when the, um, when Jesus cast out the seven demons, they say in Mary Magdalene. That's what auditing does. It helps to cast out those demons and put you on a level where you, you feel free. So just check with, just check in your master, your study group. And an auditor, just like a psychiatrist, a therapist, or a psychologist, just like anyone in the medical profession, there's what's called the Muhammad law like the HIPAA law. They cannot tell your business. And honorable minister, this is from the honorable minister, Louis Farrakhan, you correct me if I'm wrong, but he said that if an auditor tells the business of a pre-clear, they get put out the nation. You can't do that because you're violating that person. And these are my words now. You're victimizing that person. But um, just just check. But again, make sure it's somebody, Sister Nani, that you are comfortable with. And depending on what it is, that sometimes you'll get straight wired before you get audited, which is a very good thing. I hope that answers your question. I still wake up. Yes, ma'am. Yes, thank you. Sister Tamara. Assalamualaikum. Clean all as well. Sister Yasina, I'm going to back you up. Um, and I hope you all don't take this wrong, but it's the truth. Um, in my sessions with women, they ask, well, women always ask me, um, and I posted about this as well, why we don't have boyfriends in the nation of Islam. Um and I always tell them a boyfriend is simply a man who hasn't chosen you yet. You haven't been chosen because he's quite comfortable between your legs with no responsibility and no commitment. So that's what I wanted to back her up on because it's true. Um, but for how my household runs and, and how I am able to rest in my femininity with the husband that a well-made man that was chosen for me is because he made it comfortable. I'm understanding to his needs and he's understanding to mine. 
when he hits the front door, I automatically know that he's already had a rough day. So that sets into motion for me to massage his shoulders, draw bath water, rub his feet, have his food ready, let him chill and relax, and then we could talk about it. Um, when he comes home being disgruntled and this mad look on his face, it's not for us as women to say, what's wrong with you? Why are you acting like that? It's not, it's not you. It's not you. It's the weight of the world that's being placed on his shoulders. He goes out the door every day working, not just for himself, but for his family and his children. And the last thing he wants to do is come home to somebody that's not bringing him peace. That's not understanding him. He just wants comfort and understanding. And so we're in, if, it, if we're in his face being disgruntled, he's not going to want to come home. And I get it. I mean, on the sister side, I'm, I'm going there with you all, too, because some days we don't want to be bothered. Some days we had a hard day with the children. But it's up to us to say, babe, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going through a lot. I just need a hug. I just need love. That's it. That's all. So both need loves and hugs. Both need understanding. But I just wanted to say that because both of us as men and women take it hard in the world. But I think the men take it a little harder because they're being spit on, talked about, pushed around, punching a white man's clock for eight hours. These men are told that they can't go home to their they wife and babies because they got to stay there for 10 to 24 hours. And the least thing he want to come home to is somebody this disgruntled. Why you take so long to get home? I didn't cook no food. I'm not doing nothing. I'm not cleaning the house. But he's making sure that you got a fur coat. You got your garments. You got your dress 19. You got your deep modest. You got your shoes. You got your boots. But at the same time, you giving him hell. So we have to, we as women got to be understanding to their needs and men, you got to be understanding to women as well. So assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. All right, all right, all right. Uh, boy, this is a powerful phone. We got to uh, wrap it up <clears throat> around uh, 11.30. I got I to uh, go pick something up. Uh, make your home heaven. All right. Uh oh, we back to the brothers. Let's go to Brother Timothy. Yes, sir. Assalamualaikum. You hear me? Yes, sir. Well, Assalamualaikum. Yeah, we know you, you still know me, getting I it right. Up. I used to mess yes. that mug up too. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, I want to just uh, touch on a couple of things that I heard earlier. Uh, one of the brothers mentioned it and said it felt like we're looking for perfectness in, in our spouse. Or whoever it is that we that we dealing with, and the minister said marriage isn't about being perfect; it's about being more sacred, more holy, more more one with yourself, so that you're not out here doing the, the foul deeds out here. I feel like that's that's really important, and uh, just knowing yourself. I feel like lately I've been learning myself every day, getting closer to the nation, getting closer to Allah. I've been learning myself more and more, so it's it's difficult for me to learn myself and learn the person that I'm dealing with at the same time. So I would mm. encourage just getting to learn yourself a little bit more before you jump head first into being with someone. Because I said earlier, uh, if you take the time, and this is for me personally, I'm taking the time to get to know 
my girl that I'm with. I know we don't believe in boyfriend and girlfriend relationships, but I, I never believed in marriage. So that's something I'm still, you know, learning more about. But take the time to get to know that woman and not just lust over that woman. I bet you you'll see that woman in a whole brand new light. You might fall back. You might have saved yourself from a lot of the headache that you're dealing with now. I heard of the, a lot of the sisters bringing up uh, like uh, Nurse Rocky. I don't want to butcher the name. I think it was Nurse Rocky. I don't want to point the finger because that's not what we're doing. It's a judgmental free zone. But if you're dealing with a lot of those issues, you might have not took that time to understand the person that you're dealing with. And the same thing, vice versa, which is my point. Get to know the person that you're really dealing with as well as yourself so that you can accept someone for who they really are and not who you want them to be. Assalamu alaikum, family. Thank you for letting me uh, say what I had to say. Yes, sir. Thank you, Brother Timothy. Man, this is a powerful, yes, this is a powerful call right here, boy. Told y'all, invite your friends and your family. See, now, 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 this is the perfect time to have your husband on, have your wife on, just to have some of that ricochet effect. See? Just to get some of that little ricochet effect. You know what I mean? Somebody saying something that you really can't say. This thing is called the ricochet effect. All right, let's go to uh, Brother David. Brother David say, I'm coming back for part two. <laughs> is he still here? Is Brother David here? I don't see him. Yeah, my, my, I'm here. My, I got. I don't have a good phone, yeah. man. It took a while to come back on, but... Uh, uh, <clears throat> Sister Sacred had uh, she had uh, touched on the respect um, issue that I brought up as far as what it is that I want and I just wanted to kind of expound a little bit on that because um, basically I ran into situations where I felt like I wasn't respected and it was like back to back to back situations right so that when I came across uh, a situation where you know, I was receiving that respect and the kindness and the gentleness that I, I didn't realize how impactful um, being respected was to me in that it even had a physical effect on me. Uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, you know, as, as men, we're attracted to what we're attracted to. Right. Um, and I found that. I would have overlooked a woman that I wasn't typically attracted to uh, in, in, in the past, but it was that respect and the kindness and the gentleness that, you know, had me physically responding to, uh, to, the, to this woman. So I just wanted to add that little piece. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Brother Christian. Peace family. Uh, yeah, ma. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to share something quickly, brother Ben. Um, you know, thank you for the call. With that being said, um, I had actually made an observation due to the communication for them call. And, you know, I heard this before and it said, the quote says, you're in love with the idea of me. I think the call resonated with me the most because a lot of the things that y'all went through, unfortunately, I went through in my previous relationships. So like, I'm going to be very well equipped with the knowledge I need to go into my marriage with this woman that I plan on marrying. So I also like what um, Sister Nurse Rocky had highlighted, and she was talking about the balance as far as both parties being right and just simply respecting both perspectives. 
um, that'll be everything because I got to go. I got to take care of mom's needs. That's what I'm like, brother. Yes, sir. Well, look, Salon. And brother Vendale. I feel like I'm family. Um, just thinking about everything that we're talking about as far as what we want in our relationship just brings me back through the different relationships that I've been in because each one going through it, I learned, you know, what I may not have gotten or what I may have done for me to see to where I'm at now as to what I feel that I need. And um, one of the biggest things I definitely need is somebody that's a partner, somebody that's that's a friend, somebody that I can grow with, someone that, you know, when I'm studying, we can talk and communicate on what I'm studying. I can't be somebody that's studying, but they want to be busy always watching reality TV shows. They're not trying to, you know, grow, grow themselves. Um, I mean, I would say that right now I'm actually in my second marriage. And through my um, first marriage, I was married for 12 years. This recent marriage, I've been married for um, three years. And since I've been through the past marriage, the past divorce, it allowed me to see, you know, what I really, really wanted. And I would say a big part of, you know, knowing what we want and how to get that is the importance of the courtship. Because when we skip that step and we just jump into just trying to be with somebody, we miss a lot of the things that we could have saw as red flags or saw as things that wasn't going to work out. We would have found that out from the beginning rather than trying to experiment and just jump into the fire. I mean, fire can purify, but fire can also, you know, burn things up. So it's best to follow the process. And a lot of times when we don't go through that process, that's where we we keep bumping our heads. And that's why, you know, marriages, the, um, the percentage of marriages that last isn't that big because we're not doing it right. If we was doing it right, it would be a lot better. So I would definitely say thank you for, you know, even putting this power call out there. And I felt it special that you're doing this now because, as you know, in the nation, we want to have it to where um, a national call dealing with it this month, just like we did the courtship last month. So I'm saying you right on point, Brother Ben. And love you, brother. I um, love everybody here. Thank you. I see you later. Well, excellent. Praise be to Allah. Didn't even put that, didn't even put that together. Uh, Sister Shireen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not oh. Sister Shireen. One more brother. Brother Jax. And then Sister Shireen. Assalamu alaikum, family. Um, you know, I just wanted to speak on this power call, man. This was a, a eye opener. You know, this is also a self acknowledger. And, you know, if if don't nobody get nothing out this power call, one of them things that somebody sister and somebody queen that came in here and spoke on, that something don't change, I don't think nobody paying attention. But, you know, I just like to thank all the sisters on here that perspective that's helping us helping us you know figure out where we might be half stepping on what what direction we might need to take on certain times on certain times of the month when we're dealing with certain people out of the one out of the ten that you might be presenting to us today but you know i just want to thank everybody and thank the brothers as well for giving insight on perspective and what they may be doing or what they may not be doing you know to help you know further us as a nation 
Yes, sir. <clears throat> well, like Salam. All right, sister, sister, we're gonna close out with Sister Shireen. Assalamualaikum. Um, just wanted to remind us that we are the prize and that um we should not judge somebody um somebody's qualifications for us based on how they're treating us compared to the last person that treated us badly. Like sometimes we we lower our standards because we say, well, at least he's not doing this or at least she's doing that. No, it's at most. And we should always be striving to do the most. So if somebody treats you a degree better than a person that treated you terribly, you still treat you still being treated um pretty bad you know so don't lower your standards because you feel like the the pickings are slim and and um what we're asking for is too much no we just have to be patient and wait for Allah to bless us with um whomever we are going to to get and while we're waiting for them we can be, you know, getting ourselves better prepared, like brother said, learning who we are, studying who we are. Don't be looking at no time clock, biological time clocks. And brother said the reality shows don't get caught up in all that fake life that's out there. What we're doing is real. We're building a kingdom. We're building a new kingdom. So it's not going to look like what everybody has or had. It's going to be brand new. Our babies are going to be brand new. So we can't bring in that garbage um, mindset and and be with people that want to compromise what we believe in. If they if they can't get with everything we can um, that we get with, then lead them, lead them over by where they are. They still want to do this and that, and they want to get high, whatever they want to do that conflicts with your religion. Do not compromise. Don't sell out for some crumbs because that's going to come back and and contaminate the whole relationship. That's it. Assalamualaikum. Blake Salam. I saw Sister Nurse Rocky. We're going to end off with Sister Nurse Rocky. Okay, I'm sorry. I just wanted to um, go back what Sister Yesenia said about the shacking together because I 100% agree with that. And he didn't hear you when you were speaking, so he says. But that is an issue in this household because I'm be honest, I feel like, well, we <laughs> oh, are. Wait, shacking wait, 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 wait. When you say he didn't hear you, who are you talking about? No, he didn't hear Sister Yesenia when she said y'all shouldn't be shacking together. And who didn't? Who didn't point, hear? You? Oh, oh, the brother on the line who I text on the side and said, "Did you hear her?" Oh, okay. We've been <laughs> going back and forth about Love our lease is about to end next month, and I feel like we should separate and live in two different households. But in in you know your partner's mind, you're thinking like, "Oh, you're trying to separate because you want to go do your own thing and be with your own people and all this other stuff." But it's like I want to separate so that I'm doing right. Then it gets pushed to like, oh, well, then we should go get married. But the problems you're having now are not going to go away because of a piece of paper. And that's what needs to be understood. Yesterday, the minister said marriage is important. You should take your time. You shouldn't rush into those things. 
because you feel like, oh my gosh, if we go get married, we could live together. No, I feel like we should live in, you should live in two different households. I messed up and I allowed us to live together, but we should live in two different households, get to know each other, you know, really like um, Tim, brother Timothy said, understand that this is who you are and I either have to accept you for that and stop trying to make you change or I have to understand that I just don't like what I see. You know, it's one of those things. So I just wanted to, you know, thank Sister Yassine for validating, you know, or confirming what I've been saying I wanted to do. And now it's like, it's clear to me that I feel like you should not just be shacking up for the fun of it you know, and get to really know, like, if this person is showing you this is who they are, not ex uh, believing that the idea in your mind is who they're going to change into being, because that's not, it's not always happens that way. So yeah, I just wanted to thank Sister Yesenia for saying that, because I feel very much like now this is what I'm going to do. Praise be to Allah. Great, great, great. Let me clarify. When I said, who is he? I wasn't expecting her to give me a name. I was trying to, when she said he didn't hear, I'm like, dang, dude, she got the phone on him. And the brother that she's talking about, they listening on the Zoom. I wasn't expecting no name. I didn't, I didn't want her to call him out. So I was just trying, I was just trying to get some clarity. Like, hold on, who is this he? But yeah, man, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. I know you probably gotta respond, brother Jax. Let's save it for tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Now, if I'm not feeling good, we might do nine again. It did, I did, I did have a little bit more energy coming up, getting up here at nine. But we're gonna stick to the eight. What you 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 want to say something? You doing like this? Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. Oh, 90 wants to share? <laughs> yes. Oh, you press um, number one? No, I didn't. I, I, oh, I didn't go ahead. press one from, from in here. Um, but I need I need Brother Leslie's help, if, if you don't mind. Sorry. Oh, uh, what you done? Put, sent him a video or something? <laughs> 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 Damn. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. <laughs> You alright? You alright? <laughs> relax, relax. <laughs> hey, brother Wesley, boy, look at this. <laughs> wow, see how brother Wesley doing his brother Cam. That's why I won't even play. That's what you say. <laughs> sorry. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, come on back here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
Uh, <laughs> that was so sweet. And and y'all remember where they was like, so if y'all know we have a lot of things to do, just try to take a task off and like help us out. So Sister Kudisa on the list she sent today said that we had to go and pick up our rings from the jeweler. Um, because it got polished. But I already went and got it for you. Where you get that? None of your business. Oh, that thing glistening too, boy. Happy wow. anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now look at that Ain't that perfect time When we talking about relationships And that thing pop up like that there Wow Okay now uh, Now I may give her an hour long foot <laughs> although, although She was wrong she, was she, didn't, she didn't get the right chair now She didn't get the right chair But I do gotta go family And uh, yeah Happy anniversary family This is one year November 7th 2023 is today. All right, so listen, a uh, great way to end. Listen, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Central Time, 8 a.m. Central Time. For y'all who, who over there on Facebook and YouTube and you have not been able to come over on the Zoom side, www. Oh, really? Congratulations, Sister Yay, Sacred. Congrats. Happy anniversary. You didn't even say nothing. No. I was quiet. Happy anniversary. <laughs> that is so crazy. Power couple in the making. Y'all gonna make it that whole 30, 40, 50 years. Come yes, ma'am. All right, y'all. See y'all tomorrow. Peace. Thanks, Brother Wesley. <laughs> I just knew Brother Wesley was gonna put up a Talking video. Trash. Of- <laughs> oh, kind of trash. <laughs> loud and wrong. <laughs>